Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. into group four of our wide receiver props series here on the podcast welcome back another edition of the prospects and props podcast chris schubert jamie eisner here with you once again on the show we appreciate you guys making this show a part of your day as we continue through this prop series here over the next couple of weeks and this has been a lot of fun and we've got a big group of wide receivers as always to discuss here today jamie we'll get right into it a big name to start us off once again it's kind of in our theme here Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams with one of the highest yardage numbers you will yeah. see in the league. 1,300 and a half and eight and a half on the touchdowns. Now, Jamie, I will tell you, in his career, he has hit this number four times. He's done it each of the last three seasons. He's been a 1,500-yard receiver each of the last two years. When it comes to this touchdown number at eight and a half, he's done it six times in his career and has done it in three straight seasons. He has been a double-digit um, touchdown guy six times in his career and again each of the last three seasons so statistically this has been what this guy has done the concern you have here is Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing in the quarterback and if it's not Jimmy Garoppolo throwing in the quarterback even more concerned oh boy yeah so this is kind of like the reverse one of how we've u- usually done this where I'm staying away from the yards but I kind of like the touchdowns and and here's the breakdown here and, and here's what the concern is I'm actually fine if Jimmy Garoppolo is throwing him the ball, even though it's a downgrade from Carr and a downgrade from Aaron Rodgers. It would be the worst quarterback Devontae Adams has played with his entire career, and that's a concern. Yes, but he is still a target monster. A piece, a big piece of the target share has left that offense in, in Darren Waller leaving, and I still want to bet on the talent among all things. And oh, by the way, I think the Raiders are going to be losing and throwing a bunch, which, which might mean a lot of work for Devontae. And Josh Jacobs but- might not be there. Who the hell knows at this point? Um, but I will say this. I have his projections at 1335 for yards. So very, very close to what this line is. But I have him at 12 and a half touchdowns, which I think four touchdowns is the most above or below I think I've had anybody uh, since we have done this show. So I kind of like this option here. He he's, has a nose for the end zone, can score in a variety of ways, whether from from the – as, as on, on intermediate routes, short routes, explosive plays. I don't know where else the ball is going to go in this offense, aside from Josh Jacobs when they get in the red zone. I I mean, maybe Mayer and, and, and Hooper together can be something in the red zone, but uh, I kind of like the touchdowns here, but I'm staying away from the yards. But I understand if you want to stay away entirely because of this quarterback situation that we're all trying to wade our way through and – it's not even just like the Garoppolo stuff. It's literally just, is he going to be on the field? Like we can, we're not going to forget about all that, that contract conversation and what changed and the language in those deals. And uh, he's also really not an epitome confident? of health that withstanding. That, like, that's true. Even if pretend he's perfectly healthy right now, it's he's, not like he stayed healthy. Yeah, he's not, not the epitome of health. Option. I get why you want to stay away, but I'm intrigued by the touchdowns here. Cause eight and a half so it, low. It, it's not low for most people. It is low for Devontae Adams. C.D. Lamb, the next player up for us to discuss. 1,100.5 on the yards, 7.5 on the touchdowns. Jamie, I know I say this a lot when breaking down player stat lines. The quietest 1,300-yard season with 107 catches for C.D. Lamb down there in Dallas. He was a monster last year 
for them. Had nine touchdowns. That's the the first time in his career that he's hit that the touchdown number. He's hit the yardage number each of the last two seasons. Jamie, he's going to be the focal point of this offense. He's going to be Dak Prescott's favorite option. They're going to throw the ball a ton. Are you brisk? Is this a brisk jog? Are you running? No, it's a run. That's a sprint. I am running. Sprinting. Get the elbows out. This is wrong. This is wrong. CeeDee Lamb is going to be a 1,500-yard receiver this year. That, that I'm, I'm going to plant my flag on that. People have a misunderstanding of Mike McCarthy's offense from his time in Green Bay and why he isn't why he wasn't there at the end and all the other fun stuff. This offense is going to throw a lot and quite possibly throw even more than the a lot that they have thrown these last few years. I know Brandon Cooks is there. I know Gallup is there healthy as well. But this offense is going to throw a ton. And CeeDee Lamb is going to soak up a monster share of targets. I am getting 170 targets this year. I am a little over 1,500 yards and nine and a half touchdowns. I understand if you want to stay away from the touchdowns, fine, cool, whatever. He's going to blow by this number. Blow by this number if he's healthy. Like, I mean, he, he might hit this number like early December. No, no, no arguments here, man. Guy no. had third. Guy had 1,300 yards last year and 107 targets, and nothing about his situation has changed. Nothing. This is in contention to be my number one pick in this in the draft that we might do. I'm just going to say this right now. This, this yardage prop is in contention. Hmm. I'll have to go back through and see which ones I really, really like and make a short list. Yeah, you have to go back because, again, we, we, we did a lot of quarterback right. runs, and then I took our vacation in the yeah, middle of this. this so is... i got to remember. But this is one that I'll look at and go, I, I think this is just flat out wrong. Well, Jamie, flat Jamie out what wrong. was what was that motion that you did? Was this? It was it was running man. It was running. You're doing this. That's what I'm doing for this next guy. Amari Cooper, the next guy up for us to discuss. 915 and a half on the yards, six and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie, how would you, if you had to use one word to describe the quarterback play for the Cleveland Browns in 2023, what word would you use? Terrible. Terrible. Awful. No good. What's the Dr. Seuss? Very bad. Very bad. He played in all 17 games. He only caught the ball 78 times on 132 targets. He went for 1,160 yards and nine touchdowns. When are we going to stop sleeping on Amari Cooper as one of the best wide receivers in the game? My guy has, let me check the notes here, one, two, three, four, five, six 6,000-yard seasons in his career. He's also had 1,000-yard seasons in three different stops. He did it with the Raiders. He did it with the Cowboys. And, oh, he did it in his first year in Cleveland with that train wreck of a quarterback room for the 2022 season. What am I missing here? He's going to do it again this year. What am I missing? 950? What am I missing? Yeah, I like this one as well. I have him closer to 1150 uh, in my projections. I love, and I have him at Twitter. I have him at touchdown. Why? Six and a half is the line. I have him at nine. Uh, I am very surprised by this. All, all Mark Cooper does is produce, even no matter who his quarterback is, no matter what team he is on. And again, I, I know you and I are, are diametrically opposed on what we expect from Deshaun Watson this year, but it won't be worse than last year. Right, right. Yeah, as so, somebody as somebody who's incredibly I, negative on the outlook of the Cleveland Browns quarterback room, I've also been the first person to say it can't be that bad. He got eleven hundred and sixty yards. Yeah, yeah, he should repeat that again this year. I don't get this. This is way too long. This doesn't make any sense. No, and and by the way, 
I understand why the next guy we're about to talk to is as low as he is as well. Oh, yes. But, this makes total sense. But it's just like, I, I feel like they are, it's not, uh, we, we, we can't categorize, categorize these guys in the elite, but there's this kind of like second tier of receivers that are starting to emerge as value plays of not the Devontae Adams and Justin Jeffersons and Jamar Chases. And then on tomorrow's show, we'll talk about Stefan Diggs and Tyree Kill and those guys. But like that next tier below seems to have some, some good values so far now that we've been doing this. Calvin Ridley is the name that you were mentioning there, Jamie. The next guy yeah. up for us to discuss here on the podcast, 900 and a half on the yards, six and a half on the touchdowns. Uh, the touchdown number, he hit, he's hit pretty regularly. In, in the first three years of his career in Atlanta, he hit the number every single year. Only played in five games in 2021, only caught two touchdowns. The yards yeah. number, the, uh, the 900 and a half, he's only hit it once, uh, 2020, 1,374 yards. Now, Jamie, allow me to be the guy that throws the cold water on this entire situation. I think there are a lot of people out there. Tell me if you if you agree or disagree with this. Okay. But I think there are a lot of people out there that are that just assume, oh, Calvin Ridley back with Trevor Lawrence, who took a step forward in 2022. It's just going to go so perfect. It's going to just be a swimming time, and Calvin Ridley's going to put up just stupid numbers. It's going to be seamless. He's going to walk back in there with the Doug Peterson offense, and they're just going to hit the ground running. When does it ever work out that way? Trevor Lawrence, I don't think, is in the tier. I mean, Calvin really sat out for an entire year because of his suspension and didn't play football. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about going from one team to another. I'm talking talking about my guy sat out for an entire year. Deshaun Watson yeah. didn't come back and walk right in and was no, totally fine. But, yeah, but quarterback different than receiver. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I get your overall point. This is probably a stay away from me because I'm pretty close, but I do think he's going to have a lot of success there. Right. I'm for but, 1,053 yards and eight touchdowns okay. this year. 1,053. That is about 150 off of this number. That's a really thin margin. If it doesn't go exactly the way it needs to, he doesn't hit yeah. this number. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm really bullish on what he can do this year. I, again, from a betting perspective, by the way, I, the irony of this is not lost on I'm me. I'm not out on the player, Jamie. I'm not out on Calvin no, Ridley no, no, as the no. player. I'm the irony of us discussing, discussing props Ridley about Calvin Ridley when he is, is better is for betting. Yeah. Well, that's the world right we live now. in now. That's the world we live in. Um, but I agree to stay away because there, there are a lot of variables. From you said, new team, new quarterback, missed a year. And it's not like my projections are like way off in one of the directions where you go like, wow, there's a huge margin here. But – from just a pure football perspective, I think this this is going to be uh, it should be a, a really solid fit. This is the most talented player that that Lawrence has thrown the ball to in his brief career in the NFL. Agreed, hundred percent. I just worry about the idea of a guy who has missed more than a year because he only played in five games in twenty twenty one with an injury. So it's a long layoff. It's a new system. It's a new quarterback. It's a situation where. If it doesn't go perfectly, Jamie, like if it if it doesn't go perfectly, Jamie, he could have a stat line like he did in 2018 in his rookie season. He had 68 catches for 821 yards. I wouldn't classify that as a disappointment. It just doesn't hit these numbers. Yeah. And that, that you know, that and there's so the on the range of outcomes for Calvin Ridley in 2023, I think there's a lot of range of outcomes where he's good and he's productive and he helps the Jags, but he doesn't hit these numbers in year one of his career. Yeah, it's very possible. Or you were his Jags career. Yes, very possible. What did I say? You're one of his career. You're, you're one of his Jags career. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Yes. 
Drake London. Speaking of the Falcons, Calvin Ridley used to play there. Now, uh, Drake London's the next guy up for us to discuss here. 825 and a half on the yards, four and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie's breaking into what I believe is a slight jog or stroll over to the podium, the bet window. Uh, 866 yes. yards for him in 2022, four touchdowns. Jamie, I like both of these numbers. Uh, I like the yardage more. I mean, I have him going over a little bit of both, but I have met 1,060 yards and five and a half touchdowns. He's the so only receiver the in the offense. The only one. And the only guy. More importantly, he was getting targeted a ton by Desmond Ritter when Ritter took over. Mm-hmm. Like, this wasn't a case of like, oh, it was, you know, it was the previous year. It was Matt Ryan. It was all these other guys, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I guess it wasn't not my right, but you know what I mean? Like from all these conversations, um, you know, who was the quarterback before Ritter? Why am I blanking on? Oh, it was Mariota, not Matt Ryan. Got my M's wrong. Uh, before Matt Mariota, dude, that Mariota run in Atlanta. Well, they didn't say threw the ball like 12 times a game. So, yeah. And then just like left midseason. Yep. It's it weird. Wild, that it was wild. Uh, but it wasn't the case of like, where's Marcus Mariota is throwing him a ton and then Ritter comes in and everything changed. It actually changed in his favor mm-hmm. when Ritter took over. So I think he's going to get plenty of targets in this offense, even though it's not going to be a very pass heavy offense, the targets aren't really going anywhere else uh, aside from Drake London. So I think he has absolutely has the ability to be a thousand yard receiver this year. And I predict that he's going to be, so I'm kind of, this is slow, a, a brisk walk to a light jog to the ticket window here. Vegas knows exactly what they're doing with this next player. They know exactly what they're up to. Odo Beckham jr. Don't bet on Beckham, please. 575 and a half on the yards, four and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie? So, funny enough, I have at 590 and four and a half. Okay. So Vegas and I are in the same boat of just don't do this. I have no freaking idea, Chris. Jamie, how does everything I everything I just said about Calvin Ridley, it's a different situation, but everything I just said about Calvin Ridley also applies to Odo Beckham yeah. Jr. Missed the entirety of 2022. Miss some got hurt in the Super Bowl 2021 is going to a new team and a new situation. No, thank you. He probably will get to this number. He was at 537 yards Maybe. in 14 games in 2021. Maybe it's not going to be me. I'm not going to be the guy. Uh, but how many games is he going to play? <laughs> Eight, you think six, he put pl- two, 14? I don't know. <laughs> well, hold on. I mean, in fairness, other than two seasons of his career, he's played in double digit games. So I think it's double digits. Oh, boy. It's 575 yards. It's not like we're talking about a guy getting to 1,000. So it is when the dude plays half a season. I know, but if he plays in double-digit games in an offense that we, you and I both think are going to throw the ball more in 2023, he might be able to get there. He might I be able to getting, get there in 12 games. I'm getting 590 yards in 12 games. In how many games? 12. Okay. So you just laughed me away when I said double-digit, but if he gets to double-digit, he's going to have a chance at this. I'm not taking it. It's too close, and it's Odo Beckham Jr. I have no idea what's going to happen. I know. It's sad that we even have to talk like this because he's such such a fun athlete. But like, but like I, I don't know. Do you know how he's going to be coming off this injury? No. We have zero clue. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not betting on Odell Beckham Jr. Just not doing it. And you can't make me. No, I don't, I don't have to make you. Um, I, That's not how it works. Alan Lazard, the next guy up for us, new receiver for the New York Jets. 675 and a half on the yards. Four and a half on the touchdowns. Jamie, in Alan Lazard's early career here, I'm the waiting for the stats page to load here. It's not loading in a timely enough manner for me to give you the historical context of what Alan Lazard did uh, in his t- tenure with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. So while I'm waiting for that to load, I think the important thing here is if you're going to consider this, 
is an offense that we think is going to throw the ball quite a bit. Yep. The the familiar nature that he has with the quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And a guy who did this last year. Had 100 targets, had 788 yards and six touchdowns. Now, Garrett Wilson is there, who's going to probably take away from Alan Lazard. But I think this is it's doable. Am I going to yep. bet on it? I don't think so. But is it doable? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be, and he's one of the guys, I'm going to redo some Jets stuff here, but I think 800-ish yards uh, and seven or eight touchdowns is very doable for Alan Lazard in this offense. Uh, and, and I've talked a lot about on, on previous shows where I think that he might get a little bit of a boost, particularly early on, just because he has a connection with Rodgers as comes over. And when, you know, things get hairy or he needs to go with, needs to go somewhere uh, in a situation that Rodgers feels uncomfortable with in the game, he's going to go back to the guy that he can rely on and trust. And we know building trust with Aaron Rodgers is huge. And I think Garrett Wilson will get there. And Garrett Wilson is a more talented receiver than Alan Lazard. But I think Lazard's going to have himself a real nice season if he can stay healthy. So I, I like both of these numbers for him to get over. I, I need you to explain this next one to me, Jamie. Okay. New member of the Carolina Panthers, Adam Thielen. 550 and a half on the yards and four and a half on the touchdowns. Yeah, this is this is a bet on. They don't think he's going to stay healthy, but I don't believe it's anything other than that. But he played in 13 games two years ago and got to 700 yards. I have him. Uh, so, I have him down for 15 games this year. Okay, uh, 677 yards and six touchdowns. So not enough for me to bet on, but I like both overs here. I don't know why it's this is the fascinating time of year, and I've actually been looking for a forum to talk about this briefly. Oh, but you know what, sir? I'll mute my microphone. The, the floor is yours. I cede my time the rest of the show. I saw, I think it was somebody like that is doing like fancy rankings or whatever, and they were talking about like the presumed wide receiver ones on each team based on ADP. And I guess at the moment, right now, the wide receiver one based on ADP for Carolina is Jonathan Mingo, which is objectively ridiculous laughable no offense to jonathan mingo yeah it's objectively ridiculous he would be third at best um actually fourth for me i would still i would take chark thielen and terrace marshall all over before i took jonathan mingo and i'd honestly probably take i'd probably take thielen first but him and marshall's close for me but I feel like people are just completely discounting Adam Thielen having any impact whatsoever this year. I think that that was a takeaway that I had. Oh, Jamie, if, and, if, if he was going to have an impact, Minnesota would have just brought him back. They wouldn't have cut him. I mean, that's clearly what people think. Clearly, I mean, clearly. clearly. Yeah. So, again, do I think he's going to be a 1,000-yard receiver? No. Do I think he he's going to be an 8-10 to 10 touchdown guy? He doesn't, no. he doesn't have to be to win you money. He doesn't. And I, I think 5.15.5 and 4.5, you're really just betting that he's going to play the majority of the season. That That's really what you're betting on here. And I do think he's going to be a very key call. He's the most proven receiver they have in Carolina for a rookie quarterback. I think he's going to have an incredible impact on this team. This is also a guy that has been a really, really underrated but super strong red zone receiver throughout his career. So uh, I like both of these numbers. Again, I'm not rushing to the podium for these, I but I like them. And, and I feel like he deserves a little bit more respect than what he's been getting. Uh, last guy up for us to discuss, Jamie, and we, we find a way to get back to this team on a pretty regular basis. Oh, Broncos receivers. I don't know what to do with any of them. Cortland Sutton, 650 and a half on the yards, four and a half on the touchdowns. Every year that Cortland Sutton has been relatively healthy, he's hit this number. The only year he didn't was in 2020 when he played in one game and got hurt. 
The touchdowns on this, which are four and a half, he's only done it once, which is his second yeah, season. No, not a big touchdown guy. But like, I don't. Jamie, truly. I don't know. I, mean, I kind of like the yards. I feel like there's value there. I have him down for 837 yards and 2.6 touchdowns. I don't like the touchdowns. I'm not even talking about that. But again, this goes back to the Jerry Judy conversation we've had previously and, and, and everything else. Uh, he gets targets. Whether people want him to or not, right, he, he gets, gets targets. targets. And yep. I think he's going to be a 100 target guy again this year. If he stays relatively healthy, he should be able to surpass this total. Which he has the last two seasons. I mean, let's be fair. Yeah. 17 games in 2021 and 15 games last year. So he's played 32 yeah. of a possible 34 games over the last two seasons. Like, that's that, that's enough. And if he's in that range, and again, maybe he gets traded midseason. Like, I, I feel like at some point, I know we've been talking about our Broncos receiver getting traded for forever now, but I, I think at some point they're going to have to move somebody. But again, I'm not going to bet on the Broncos receivers because I have at least some sense of self-like that I would that I would try to avoid this, but I kind of like the yards. But man, I don't know. It's a new team at this point, right? Like it's sure. a new offense. It's a new head coach. It's a quarterback going into year two after disastrous year one. A receivers coming back into the mold. You drafted a receiver as well. I, I don't want to tie my money up in this room. I just don't. No, I'd rather to do. I'd rather do so many other things than do this than bet yes. on Broncos wide receivers in twenty twenty three. I'm out. Just the old yeah. shark tank. And for those reasons, I'm out. I just can't do it. I'm out. No, I'm thank on. you. No, thank you. Uh, that's it. Group four in the books. One more wide receiver group to go. It's a big one. Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Garrett Wilson. Yep. Tim Patrick's in there as well. Don't think we're big not going to sneak more Denver Broncos wide receivers in there. We'll talk about some Tim Patrick in there as well. So you're going to want to come on back. See us again tomorrow as we continue through this wide receiver prop series. We appreciate it. And, and we even have a rookie in the mix there. I think this is the first rookie we've talked about. Uh, he, yes, I see the rookie that you're that you're mentioning. He's the first rookie that has made the list for us. Yes. So that'll be and, and by the way, don't fret. Next week we will come back with a big tight end episode as well. Oh, we massive! Forget about those large, it's huge. Yeah, group. basically, there, there's all the tight every good tight end offered. we talk about. Them. Yeah, we're gonna mash into one show. Yeah, every so good be, tight end is gonna be a really good we'll conversation talk about as well. So that's what you have looking forward to over the next couple of shows. We greatly appreciate you making the show part of your day. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Helps us out a ton. Uh, share the show. Again, we greatly do appreciate it. Uh, YouTube version of the show, the video version. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell so you know when we go live or drop another episode of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Schubert underscore. You can follow Jamie on Twitter at Jamie Eisner. Again, we appreciate you guys making this show part of your day. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk with you all tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.